0: Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons and Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out The Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Join co-hosts Will and Brian as they break down the lore of a rich multiverse 50 years in the making in a lighthearted and beginner-friendly way. They cover everything from character creation options to tips for dungeon masters. There's something for everyone no matter how long you've been playing TTRPGs. Find The Dungeon Cast anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube. Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your,
1: Your Angry, Angry Neighborhood, Neighborhood feminist. feminist. This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspective. Hello, Keegan. Hello, Madigan. How are you this fine day? I am so good, Keegan. I wanted to start today's episode which with what I think is like the best news I've heard in a long time, and that is that within a month, we can record together in person.
0: That's correct. Yes, I had my vaccine today. I got the Johnson Johnson, so it's a one and done situation. I don't have to wait um, another three weeks to get the second shot. So, in way two to weeks, rub it in, bitch. Two weeks? No, I just mean like because you already have yours, so you were ahead of the game. You were That's ahead true. of me. So, like in two weeks, I'll be fully vaccinated, and then I think a week after that, you will be. I'm gonna be getting my second shot on
1: the 23rd. So oh, that okay, I have okay. to wait two weeks. So May 7th, I will be fully, fully vaccinated. But it's interesting. I was looking up stuff about the Moderna shot because obviously Keegan with the one and done, she got Johnson and Johnson. I got Moderna. And they were saying that two weeks into getting your first shot of the vaccination, you're like 80% protected from COVID. And that's just pretty cool. Like it's fun to see the different like. I was telling Keegan at the beginning, like, I can feel myself getting stronger every day. (laughs)
0: Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's (laughs) just it's just such a relief, like such a feeling of relief. And in California, the vaccine rollout, I know it's different from state to state, but Mm -hmm. California, it has been a hot, hot mess. And so, you know, today being at Cal State, it was still kind of a mess. Yeah. Um, And it was kind of it was both great and also kind of like scary to see how not great to see how desperate everyone was great to see how much everybody wanted to get vaccinated. Like it's great to know that people want to get vaccinated, but it is like, there's this desperation from people because Uh they haven't known how to go about it or where to go, or it's been so confusing Yeah, and everybody just wants to feel that same amount of relief and protection and they haven't been able to feel that. Uh, so it's, it's just been kind of a wild ride. I'm yeah. so happy and relieved that I am officially done. Anthony is also officially done. I'm watching uh. my friends get vaccinated Um So it's just good to feel like we'll be able to see each other in person in a safe way. I know.
1: I know. I cannot express the relief that I feel. But also, I am not a patient person. Uh, Goddess did not make me to wait. So the fact that I have to wait like a month and a half to be fully vaccinated is like actually killing me right now. Like I've never felt more bored In the pandemic than I have right now. Like, I just feel like, especially because the weather is really nice. Like, Keegan, I don't know if you can tell, but I got really
0: burned yesterday. You are bright red. (laughs) Yes.
1: It's really, compared to... Like, what will usually happen to me, this is really not that bad. I was outside for an hour, like, reading, and I forgot to put sunscreen on. But Girl, the- you got
0: to be careful about that, I forgetting know. to put sunscreen on. I know. My mom was always so
1: bad at it, so I feel like I just am really bad at it because of that. But it's just so beautiful outside, and I want to be outside, but I, I'm so sick of being by myself outside and, like, having to read or just, like, listen to a podcast or something. Like, I miss being able to, like, meet up with my friends and have lunch and have a drink outside there's a bar that I'm excited to go back to and get their sangria that they have and I'm just like I feel like I'm making a list of all the things that I want to do and it's almost making it harder for me to waste
0: no I understand it is hard the only thing that got me through because I thought initially I had my appointment to get my first shot on April 30th so I Uh was like I was going to be way behind a lot of people. Yeah. And um, the thing that kept me going was basically saying, like, you've done this for over a year. You can uh-huh. do this for a couple more weeks. You can do this for another month. Like, you know, you've, you've made it I don't it this accept far. that.
1: I don't accept that one bit. I am a person where if I have made up my mind or d- a decision about something, I'm like, no, we're doing this, sh- this shit now and it's done. So for me, like, I know that that's true. And I'm like, I've done this for a year but I can't I can't rationalize that with myself and actually have that be something that will comfort me.
0: Well, you gotta find something that's gonna comfort you because the facts are the facts. You I'm know just gonna I mean? be slowly imploding
1: <laughs> for a month.
0: That's well, all that's at- gonna happen. At the end of this episode, I actually, you know, since both of us are now vaccinated and I know that um, probably a lot of our listeners are getting vaccinated soon, are Mm -hmm. vaccinated or are thinking about getting vaccinated. um, I would like to close the episode out um, with a little segment I would like to call. So you're vaccinated. Now what? Um, in Ooh. which I just tell you basically what the CDC is saying, because I do think that there's a lot of confusion about what you can and can't do. So much, yeah. Um, once you're vaccinated. So we will...
1: I think that is a great idea. So okay, let's great. get into the news. I want to start off because I think this is probably the most recent news, at least to come out of the U.S., and that is that... Biden today has started speaking about some, I don't know if they yeah, some executive actions over gun control. Mm-hmm. And this is obviously a topic that we've been discussing over the last few weeks on the show. And we've also discussed the feeling of frustration and, um, for me at least, kind of defeat and not really knowing what to say, especially when there's no changes happening. So Biden is trying to limit something called ghost guns which I didn't know about. So ghost guns are homemade firearms often made from parts online that don't have traceable serial numbers. So that I do know about. Like I'm pretty sure the kids from Columbine did that where they would just like buy parts for guns and they actually built the stuff themselves. Um, So he wants to limit that and make it easier for people to flag family members who shouldn't be allowed to purchase firearms with a series of executive
0: actions. Well, imagine that. Some sensible gun control measures i mean yeah. like this I, I i hear this and i think no reasonable person should be able to object to this like right. to me because to me what that says and i know that people will jump in and say well what if you just have a grudge against your ex-husband and you try and get his guns taken away or whatever but to me what i'm hearing when i hear that is that like People who have been convicted of violent crimes. People who have been convicted of domestic violence. These are people who should not have guns well, that's and what access was, to guns.
1: That's what I was going to say. I think that if you were to make a call and try to get revenge on an ex-husband or something, what it would be doing is it's, it's requiring a background check and it's taking them away for a period of time to ensure that they're not in danger of hurting someone else or themselves. That's it. That's the entirety of what he's saying. So it's essentially just a way for there to be some sort of monitoring of people that shouldn't have them taken away forever, but have them taken away until they can determine if this person is a threat to themselves or others, which I think is is a smart way of going to going about it, especially when we have such strong opinions on gun control in this country that making sure people are aware of, like, look, we're not taking them forever, but we need to take the precautions to make sure that well, you're able to have this gun before let we let you, you keep you. it.
0: Let me tell you. Coming from where I come from in the country, yeah, this is going to cause issues. Oh, because totally. If, if, if they're not going... I need to take a closer look at what it means, because... I think they're gonna have to write this in a way that is so specific about like what constitutes. It can't just be a thing where you call and you're like, "My dad shouldn't have a gun," and they come and take your dad's gun. No, like okay. it's gonna have to be a thing where there are. Do you know what the like parameters are? Just, just so out of, just there, out of curiosity, I'm googling. I'm googling it right now because I do know a little bit,
1: but it's actually it's a thing in some states right now. So okay. states with apparently California is a. Red flag uh, country, state. I'm looking at just a little map on Wikipedia here. Okay. So it says in the United States, a red flag law is a gun control law that permits police or family members to petition a state court to order the temporary removal oh, of I firearms okay. from a person who may present a danger to others or themselves. A judge makes the determination to issue the order based on statements and actions made by the gun owner in question. Ref- refusal to comply with the order is punishable as a criminal offense.
0: Okay. So there, it does have to. It does seem like there is evidence whether yes. it's like and then. It, their yeah. behavior or statements from others. OK. Yes. And it says
1: after a set time, the guns are returned to the person from whom they were seized unless another court hearing extends that period of confiscation. So this isn't a take away your guns law. This is simply a a very legal precaution that's being taken for family members that fear The safety of their loved ones, essentially, which I think is a really good idea. And I Mm -hmm. guess states that have these red flag laws already have seen a large reduction in numbers of suicides, which is really amazing. So it's not even just mass shootings that we're thinking about. It has seriously limited the ability for people who are having crises to get their hands Mm -hmm. on a dangerous weapon which i think is really great um and just to go back to the ghost guns a little bit to explain it he says that um because i don't know what this is apparently they're like the kits and parts don't have to be traced when you're building these so they want to make sure that if you're going to build your own gun that like each of those parts that you're buying, you still have to get a background check and there are serial numbers on all okay, of those parts. Great. So oh, they can track so you, it.
0: And to then me, like so common sense, like right. of course. Like that makes so much sense. Why why wouldn't you want that to exist? Yes.
1: And to go even further, he's directing the DOJ to issue a report on firearms trafficking, which hasn't been done since guess how long? Guess what year was the last time we did any sort of firearms trafficking?
0: I don't know. The sixties
1: Sooner than that.
0: Sooner than okay, that. Okay, the 90s.
1: 2000. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's insane. So this, what this is, is is a way to essentially track a gun kind of from owner-to-owner. Again, it's a very like legal thing. According to the website for the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, they say firearm tracing provides critical information to assist domestic and international law enforcement agencies to investigate and solve firearms crimes, detect firearms trafficking, and track the interstate, interstate, and international movements of crime guns. All firearms traced must have been used or suspected to have been used in a crime. So again, there's a lot of parameters surrounding it <laughs> and um but it's a way to be able to track who has their hands on these guns and things like that and lastly uh, he is seeking to reduce stabilizing braces, which can turn a pistol into a more lethal rifle while not being subject to the same regulations as a rifle of the similar size may be. And Biden stated that the alleged shooter of, in Boulder used one of these devices mm-hmm. to kind of enhance his gun from being a regular rifle to something more dangerous.
0: So You know, it'll yeah. be interesting to hear what gun advocates say about that in particular because i feel like that was an argument there was a mass shooting see we've had so many i can't even remember which one it was um but there was a mass shooting a few years ago uh where that was the case it might have been the one in las vegas where the shooter bought some kind of extension for their weapon that Mm -hmm. basically turned it into a semi-automatic so a lot of people were saying he didn't have a semi-automatic weapon that's not, you You know, kind of using semantics to, to be like, that's not exactly what this is. Great. Combating people online who were saying that he had a semi-automatic weapon. Um, so I'm... I'm curious to hear what those people will say about yeah. this law because it's saying like, okay, we hear you. It's not a semi-automatic weapon. So, we are actually going to put regulations on these parts that you can purchase. Then. Exactly. You yeah. Know, so, yeah. Well, that'll be interesting.
1: From the article that I read, it was from on NBC News. They said that all of these announcements were kind of said with the anticipation of getting backlash from people who are Gun advocates and for Mm -hmm. the NRA and things like that. So, just like anything that happens in our government. Just because the president says that's what's going to happen doesn't mean that we're going to get every single little last thing that they're saying. So it sounds like this is what he's fighting for. This is exactly what he wants to happen. But obviously, we don't have full control of what goes on right now. So there is going to be some give and take, and we just kind of have to wait and see what's going to happen with kind of the logistics of it. But the administration officials have stressed that Thursday's actions are the first step and that Biden is still pursuing legislative solutions to gun violence. So what I'm hoping that means is that this will be a first step and that there will be a continuation of fighting against those who want to make these changes stop,
0: you know? Right. Well, I think if anything, actually, I mean, it it helps that we have a president in office who wants to... um, work on these things. That's very helpful. Uh, but I think if anything is actually going to help us the most, it is that the NRA is actually struggling financially right now, uh, which is very sad that that's the thing that's going to do it. Um, but I think the less money the NRA has, the less sway they will yeah. have within the Republican Party because they won't have as much money to be, doni- no- to be donating to um Yeah people in the Republican Party who might not want to see these laws passed, giving them less incentive to fight against For these them. laws. For that yeah. Um, I think the biggest hurdle is going to be the culture that has come up that, you know, don't take my gun culture that the NRA has facilitated, yeah. fostered, carefully grown over the last couple of decades. Um, they're going to be the biggest hurdle. The people themselves are going to yeah. be the biggest hurdle. But... Uh, I am feeling hopeful, more hopeful than I have. I mean, yes, in a just hearing
1: anything, hearing recognition, and talking about any sort of change. Like, it's barely anything, but at least hearing that is something that we can talk about that feels constructive. You know what I mean? It's not just us talking to each other into the void, being upset and not knowing what to do about it. Um, And lastly, I did forget one last thing. He announced that Biden announced that he's nominating a man named David Chipman, who is a gun control advocate to lead the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives. So that would be really awesome. Yeah. It's someone Mm -hmm. who is for controlling all the madness and i think that would also be a really great step in making sure that we have somebody with the right intentions that's in charge of that particular part of our government you know yeah absolutely but again they're gonna have a lot of work cut out for them but yeah i was i was very pleased to have read this and to at least have like some something to give to you all that wasn't just being pissed off about it,
0: you know? Yes, thank God. It feels like progress, you know? It's something, um, you know? It's something. It's, it's better than nothing. Uh, that's where I'm at. That's where the state of my mind is, where I'm exactly. like, something is better than nothing. Okay? We're so
1: hesitant now. Like, we're so jaded. Like, we're in, like, a really past, like, bad relationship, like, super jaded coming out of it. Like, I'm too afraid to be hurt. I can't pull, put my full hope
0: into somebody else quite yet. Well, yeah, and unfortunately, it's just like... We're still in such a place of deep division that you're going to have people who are so entrenched in the culture war of saying, I'm on this side i'm Uh i'm on this team and because i'm on this team my team says guns good Uh so i'm gonna go you know balls to the wall on like guns good team you know regardless of what you actually think about that um regardless of how sensible a lot of these actions actually are regardless of the fact that they could save lives um, and make people safer in general and that's what keeps me hesitant Mm -hmm. about being super excited um, because the things that have caused that division still exist. Right. Um,
1: Yeah. I'm hoping that if we can't get every single thing that he just said or wants to do done, that if we can get any sort of change, if little bits and pieces, if we can start growing and changing through time Mm -hmm. and if this can be a start for something else, Then I at least feel some comfort in that because I think it would be really naive of us to think that a few months out of our presidency with Trump, that suddenly everything is going to be okay and everything is going to be better, especially when these divisions have been growing for hundreds of years really with you know the differences between what the sides believe and you know through the years has been different levels of I guess animosity toward each other and right now it's particularly high so if we can get any sort of progress to be made for future presidents and future government leaders to make even more change then I'm I'm happy you know absolutely
0: absolutely yeah
1: Um, Uh, so jaded
0: so jaded (laughs) This next um, segment here, I wanted to talk about this last week, but we ran out of time, and there was simply too much to discuss. But I'm it is so happy you're going to talk about this. Too, it is too good um, to not discuss. And the thing is, when I say that, I do want to also say, you know, trigger warning right here. There are victims involved. Yes, this is this is a horrible thing that this person has been accused of um and that's not we in no way on this podcast you know us we're not taking any kind of glee or joy in any of that part of this. definitely
1: not but i gotta say i do take glee and joy in the fact that this man looks like such an idiot especially when Sexual assailants typically are not portrayed that way, especially white male sexual assailants, especially in our governments.
0: I feel like this is, like, even his side is making fun of him. Well, it's a testament to how disliked he is. Exactly. Which, there's, a lot, there's a lot of statements um, from people on the right basically saying, like, no one's going to bat for him because people dislike him that much. Like, yeah. he is such an asshole. So, of course, we are talking about Matt Gates. We have talked about Matt Gaetz um, on this podcast before because he was one of the congressmen who was going to bat the hardest for Trump um, throughout the last couple of years. He yeah. is a GOP Florida representative and creepy motherfucker who we He's- all knew was doing some shady shit. That man. The, look, I'm not about judging people on their looks, but there is something about that man's face. The first time I saw it, I was like, I don't uh-uh. know about you, buddy.
1: Do you watch SNL?
0: Um, I do. I'm not totally caught up.
1: OK, so Colin Jost and uh, Michael Shea, they do oh, the weekend yes. update.
0: I saw the weekend update. Did on you him. say and yes. Colin
1: Jost said that Matt Gates looked like a what was it? An a caricature drawing like an him. amusement park caricature mm-hmm. drawing of him. And I just uh, that killed me. I thought it was and so on point.
0: It's true. It's like, and I think Colin Joseph is hot, but it's like oh, if. No. Yes. Oh, he has such a punchable face. I feel wow. like I would meet him and I'd be like, leave me alone. Could not disagree well, more. Well, he's
1: also married to Scarlett Johansson and I just, she leaves a bad taste in my mouth. So I'm just kind of like, I you. She's not my favorite.
0: She's not my favorite either, but he's I like He's not Colin hot. Jost. He's such a basic ass white boy. Wow. Are you serious? Well, um, there's only one of us on this podcast who's dating a white boy, Madeline, so <laughs> I would, I would just check that for okay, a minute. Okay, but my, um.
1: but I would not, okay, but this is, I would not call Max basic. That's the one thing. He is like the most boat shoe wearing lacrosse playing Went to Yale on the rowing team, white boy that I've ever seen in my life. And to me personally, I've never been attracted to the Ryan Goslings or the like, brag, like the the what I would consider to be like pretty boys. And I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to like judge anybody's looks. But to me, I see Colin Jost, and I think he's like a he's a wonder bread. Like he's just whatever. Wow, I sorry,
0: mean, I listeners, a huge... listeners, go ahead and weigh in on which side of this argument you fall on, Um, um I would date not the point. I would date Michael <laughs> Shea in
1: a heartbeat. He is fine.
0: I think they're both good-looking, man. And he's funnier, too. I think they're both too. good-looking.
1: Colin Jost isn't as funny.
0: And I think they're both funny. But anyway, not the point. <laughs> the point is not I'm either sorry. of these people. It's okay. <laughs> so, Matt gates he yes. does absolutely look like Colin Jost's evil <laughs> twin you know like <laughs> totally evil brother right you know like everything's just like kind of out of whack it's like uh-huh. if you put colin jost through a machine where like he was gonna come out evil like yes. that's kind of what matt Geats looks like yes um but let's make that end, superhero movie <laughs> at the end of last week um it was announced or actually now it's been a while. It's been more than that. So not last week, the week before. Uh, it was announced that he was being investigated by the Justice Department over whether he had a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old girl mm. um, and paid for her travel with him, according to three people who had been briefed on the matter at that point. Yes, and so, traveling
1: with someone who is underage under age for sexual reasons is considered sex trafficking and child trafficking. That's, that's so, correct. So they're, they're he's examining Deep fucking shit
0: deep 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 shit um so they're examining whether or not he violated federal federal sex trafficking laws uh like madigan said several federal statutes make it illegal to induce someone under the age of 18 to travel over state lines to engage in sex uh for money or for an exchange of something of value right and so he himself because he can't shut up long enough to like dig himself out of um, holes like he just digs himself deeper and deeper he has basically said like I think this is about generosity to ex-girlfriends or paying for trips or paying Uh for hotel rooms and it's like dude say less say less because you're 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 admitting it right I mean he won't admit that he had a sexual relationship with someone under the age of 18 but you Everybody at the Justice Department is just listening to your interviews and going, uh-huh, uh-huh, and writing that shit down because you are admitting that you have a history. Bare minimum, you're saying, I do have a history of doing this in relationships where I will yes. pay for the travel or hotels or gifts um, to to my quote-unquote girlfriends. Which would be so,
1: normal, but that's
0: not what you're doing, you sicko. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Um, so it's... Not clear how he met this girl, um, but it happened about two years ago, so this girl would now be 19 years old. Um, But they, this, okay, so how this came about is that he is under examination as part of a broader investigation. Also, for the record, he's 38 years old. So just... Gross. Um, but he is under examination as part of a broader investigation into a friend of his, a political ally of his, um, a local Florida man um, official named Joel Greenberg. So, Joel Greenberg was indicted last summer on a bunch of charges. He is a massive scumbag. Um, he was indicted on sex trafficking of a child and financially supporting people in exchange for sex, at least one of whom was an underage child so mm -hmm. gross gross 20 in 2017 matt gates was the only member of congress to vote against a law that gave the federal government more power and money to fight human trafficking the only one like even the other republicans were like dog if
1: i've ever heard of a red flag it is that that is a like rhinestone bedazzled red flag if i've ever heard of one yes
0: he's it's like he's doing this shit out loud like yeah. mask off and I do think that whenever Trump was president because he did everything he could to just like kiss Trump's ass and like be buddy buddy best friends with right. him always backed him went to bat for him um, constantly That I do think he felt like he was kind of untouchable in that way where it was like he could kind of do these things very blatantly I mean yeah. it's come out recently that you know his fellow members of Congress were just throwing this man under the bus like left right and center where they were saying like on the congress floor he was showing us naked pictures on his phone of women that he had had sex with on the congress floor and like talking about sex with women so that I like makes he, my skin
1: crawl mm-hmm, like that is yes. one of the grossest things that i feel like men do is like sharing nude photos talking about like that it just it makes me feel so uncomfortable for you're at work my guy yes and like but just like the poor woman or girl that is on the other end of it that cannot state their side of the story it's just so frustrating i hate i hate overhearing those conversations it just oh it makes my blood boil but yeah fuck it you're on the congress floor dude yes yes
0: you're you're getting paid via tax dollars my guy. So um, it's unclear how investigators... It's unclear how investigators in the Greenberg case began examining um, Matt Gates, but they were very good friends. There's lots of pictures of them together. There was actually recently... Wait, pictures just- of... of- Oh, Greenberg and Gates Greenberg. OK, got it. Yes. And the two of them left a voice message for a um, woman who she's a Democrat. I don't know if, if she's a congresswoman, a representative of some kind um, from Florida. They left her a voicemail together. Like it's clear that like these two fucking frat bros right. were like drunk Um is exactly their what hotel. I'm Yeah. And they they like called and they're like it was Greenberg being like, Hey, whatever your name is. We just wanted to call and say, We're both thinking about you and you're like such a fun lady. And you're gonna hear Matt Gates in the background being like, Hi. Um oh and we God. just think that you're so talented. It's it's so fucking weird. Uh, um, don't do that. Yes, so Mr. Greenberg, um, the federal authorities seized his phone and laptop. They discovered evidence um, that he... So his job includes issuing licenses. So he was creating fake identification cards for himself and a teenage girl. Fuck that! Fake IDs for himself and a teenage girl. No, 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 and sir! was experimenting with holograms used on permits for concealed firearms. So he was like basically forging documents. Holy like looking shit. into these things that could be forging documents, which along with a sex trafficking charge is pretty fucking scary. On, like I, firearms exactly, court documents. And mm-hmm. and the forging of documents and mm-hmm. the like
1: uh, that is so scary because that's also helping minors potentially travel with older men or older people without being Mm -hmm. detected. Like that almost makes me worried that there's more. Right. And this was part of
0: his job essentially, you know, like it was, was doing these things like issuing licenses was part of his job as a government official. Mm -hmm. Um, So for him to be doing these things and they discovered that he was targeting a girl who was between the ages of 14 and 17 uh, at the time and that he quote recruited and solicited her for sex acts Uh, For sex acts in exchange for unspecified perks or favors, so very concerning. And this being BFFs with Matt Gates, right, um, is of course really even more concerning. uh, Yeah, I mean, and just like it's just a huge red flag. Now, the irony to all of this Mm -hmm. is that Matt Gates has a very strong QAnon following. Oh, no. does he ever? He, they love him. They, they love, love him, him. Some Matt Gates. He loves them back, right? Gross. And as we know, QAnon is a baseless conspiracy theory that's predicated a huge part of. QAnon is predicated on the idea that the government is run by a co- cabal of sex trafficking pedophiles, exactly. right? Like this is this is a benchmark in their belief system. Right, they even but like they've
1: even latched on to um, like Save the Children foundations uh-huh. to kind of oh, yeah, yeah. run under the radar a little bit. I just finished uh they just put out the last episode of that um I think it's just called Into the Storm, the yes, QAnon yeah. documentary on HBO. On HBO. It's mm-hmm. so well done. It's so good. But yeah, they were talking about that, how like when the heat on them was getting too much, they would kind of latch on to these other charities and groups that look much more innocent in order to be like, look, we just care about taking care of children. And then that uh-huh. makes you know the good woman that actually does want to you know stop sex trafficking and stuff listen to these people and they get uh-huh.
0: roped into this shit too right, it's because insane. because sex trafficking is a real thing Yeah, and no doubt but you know it's not partisan there are people on both sides of the aisle yes. um, high powered elites um, who are engaged in some shady shit Jeffrey Epstein definitely showed us that oh, but yes. they're saying you know their whole thing is like specifically within government and very often they're pointing to the Obamas they're pointing to the Clintons as people who are engaging in this. Uh-huh. this this is a government official who is being charged with sex trafficking uh-huh. you would think that they're like yes see we told you we were right this whole time but Crickets, crickets. They they are not calling for him to be removed from Congress, arrested, or worse. Um, as they have countless other politicians who are not under investigation for sex trafficking. Instead, the QAnon crowd appears to be defending Gates by alleging that the media and the Justice Department are persecuting um, him because he was one of President Trump's most fervent supporters. Of
1: course they are. <laughs> well, but that's, And of course that's Gates the whole, is like,
0: yes, that's yeah, what's happening.
1: Yeah, I mean that's part of the whole community there too is being able to bend facts and situations uh-huh. into fitting their narrative and the whole thing of, you know, there are no coincidences and all this stuff. There's this idea that they have that everything, even if it appears to be bad – somehow is still all within the plan to, like, their final goal or whatever. Right. It's well, just, it's so much, it to use your phrase, mental gymnastics, you know, yes. to get to that place. Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, and if everything can just be like, oh, well, it's a conspiracy, it's the deep state, it's the Justice Department, it's the Biden administration, like, you... Nothing has to make sense because Uh you can just keep pivoting to something else, which is what he's doing and what Gates is claiming is happening is very confusing and complicated. He doesn't even understand. (laughs) This is how you know that this man is not very smart, because it's come out recently that he kind of knew that something was coming down the the pike like he Uh, uh, he asked Trump before Trump left office for a blanket pardon, right? There are several people who are saying that he asked Trump for a blanket pardon, Mm, didn't say what it was for, um, but this was around the time when things were starting to kind of like, oh, maybe heat up, like this might come back to you. So I feel like he had ample time to prepare himself for this moment (laughs) and yet he came out with the most convoluted confusing, like he got on Tucker Carlson's show And basically was saying that an ex-DOJ official and others have organized an attempt to extort his family for $25 million, threatening to smear his name if they don't pay up. So his family went to the FBI, he says, uh, and has since been cooperating with the investigation into the extortion. But he says... That as part of the investigation, his father wore a wire and now the FBI won't release the tapes even yeah. though they're working together. Like none of this actually makes sense and none of it
1: none really of it goes checks. back
0: to his relationship with this seventeen year old mm-hmm. at all. So when he was on Tucker Carlson I love to this. defend himself so much. Yeah, this is Tucker fucking Carlson. I know right? like the I know. most right wing guy. Um, It didn't go great in part because, first of all, he didn't offer anything resembling a coherent explanation. Like I just said above, none of that makes any sense at all. Um, And in part because there were a couple of times where it sounded like he was trying to rope Tucker Carlson into his defense. Oh, yeah. He he kept saying, like, I'm not the only person. On on this screen, who's been falsely accused of sexual assault? Am I right, Tucker? And, and Tucker's, Tucker's like, like no, nah, my man, <laughs> my dude. Yeah, for real. And as soon as they got him off, so they went to commercial. They came back. Gates was gone, and Tucker Carlson said, "If you just saw our Matt, Ga- if you just saw our Matt Gates Ga- interview, that was one of the weirdest interviews I've ever conducted. I don't think that clarified much. I don't quite understand it.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Like I've never been on Tucker Carlson's side." anything in my entire life I'm on his side in that moment in that moment alone for saying it that yes. makes no sense because it doesn't. Like, well, it's, the only
0: reason he said that is because they tried to rope him into it and he was like, I need to distance myself from this motherfucker Oh, totally.
1: But I mean, it was also true. Like nothing he's saying makes any sense, but I think that what he's saying sounds so much like the mental gymnastics that the QAnon people would do, uh-huh. you know, that, or, yeah. or a story they would come up with or something that seems plausible to them that they think is going to make sense to the rest of the world and it just doesn't. You know, right? That's yeah, they're what all it sounds watching like to the me. interview.
0: They're all watching the interview, and they're nodding their heads and they're like, "We hear you, fans." Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> Meanwhile, the rest of us, <laughs> we're like that. It literally doesn't make any sense, and you haven't really addressed
1: the any issue of this. At And hand, just like,
0: yeah. and in your story, the FBI is both the good guy and the bad guy. Like they're helping you, but also not. He- it's so confusing. Exactly. Um, it seems as though Trump had to be held back from supporting Matt Gates publicly. Of like course. his his people were like, Man, if he'd had a Twitter, he would have done it already. Like his people wouldn't have had a chance to come in and like protect him from this. Oh my because god. Because they were like, do not say anything. <laughs> They're like, don't support him. Um he's like, but I want to, he's my guy. He's and they were my like, friend. don't do it. Um he did finally break his Silence only to release a statement where he denied that Matt Gates ever asked for a pardon, although mm. other people who were close to Trump at the time at the end of his presidency um, refute that and say that Matt Gates did ask for a pardon. Yeah, um, he did say that it must be remembered that Matt Gates has denied all the allegations against him. So I think that that was like the most that his people would let him say in terms of a defense. I was going to say so, in terms of
1: like supporting him, but it is mm-hmm. a pretty clear support message.
0: Yes, yes. But anyway, this story is still unfolding. Yeah. We will absolutely talk about it more. But I just, it is just sweet karma to watch someone like this um, f- fall Yes. Fall. Just fall and... Keep falling. Go splat. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: It is... And that's, you know, kind of like we said in the beginning of that segment, you know, obviously we don't take any glee in the pain and trauma that any of his victims have gone through, but there is something so satisfying because we don't, especially in sexual crimes, I feel like there's such a lack of justice that when we see someone just being made an ass of themselves, there is something so, like good feeling about mm-hmm. that <laughs> you know like yes. you're glad that they're being humiliated because they deserve to feel bad too right you know absolutely
0: um so we've gone way over on time <laughs> what is new keegan what is I new know, i know i know um do you have anything else i
1: don't have anything that needs to absolutely be discussed this week so let's okay. let's do your
0: vaccine what did you call it Um, So I titled this. So you're vaccinated. Now what? (laughs) Yes. So I'm just going to do this really, really quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, people are getting faxed. Things are opening up. Some states have done away with mask mandates altogether. And this shit is confusing as fuck. Um, So what do the experts actually say about what you should and shouldn't be doing once you're fully vaccinated? So according to the CDC website, you are fully vaccinated two weeks after you have your second dose of either Pfizer or Moderna or two weeks after you've had your single dose of Johnson & Johnson. If you... Do not meet these requirements. You are not fully vaccinated. You might be partially vaccinated, like Madigan or myself, um, but you are not fully vaccinated. If you mm-hmm. are fully vaccinated, you can visit inside a home or private setting without a mask with other fully vaccinated people of any age. Visit inside a home or private setting without a mask with one household of unvaccinated people who are not at risk for severe illness. You can travel domestically without pre or post travel test. You can also travel domestically without quarantining after travel. Um, You can travel internationally without a pre travel test depending on the destination. You will want to look up the COVID requirements where you are going um, to ensure that you meet those and you can travel internationally without quarantining after travel. What you should not be doing is visiting indoors without a mask with people at increased risk for severe illness from COVID-19 because you can still pass on um, COVID even if you get it um, and you're not showing symptoms or you're not getting very sick from it. You can still pass it on to people so you want to avoid being around um, people who have severe illnesses or severely high risk. Yeah, that's Um, the thing I feel
1: like is most often misunderstood is that Mm -hmm. like when you're vaccinated you can still get other people sick
0: you know it it just
1: means that you probably won't get sick but you still have the capability of infecting others so you just have to be aware of that
0: and you can also get sick um even after being vaccinated it's just that the likelihood that the illness will be serious um goes way, 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 way down. I mean, yeah. it, you are less likely to get sick, and if you do get sick, you are less likely to be seriously ill or be hospitalized. Right. Like, So you can still pass it on to people. So that is something to be aware of. And right now, they are still saying, um, avoid attending large gatherings, especially large gatherings indoors. So, you know, there are some... Things that are happening now outside, um, you know, smaller to medium sized gatherings, but avoid large gatherings, especially those that are indoors. Um, They're still learning a lot of things about this vaccine. There are a lot of things that they still don't know. For instance, they don't know how effective the vaccines will be against variants of the virus. Um, early data shows that the vaccines may work against some variants, but could be less effective against other variants. Yeah,
1: they're saying from what I've read on that, because I keep reading these articles where it's like, so you've gotten the vaccine. What about the new variants? And then my anxiety Mm -hmm. goes crazy. And every time I read those articles, they're like, so far, it looks like they're covering these variants. And the thing that is also really reassuring about that is that Like if you think about our flu vaccine, they have to adapt that and change it a little bit and like tweak it every year because it's always a little bit different. So the thing that I have had to learn to at least give myself some semblance of like reassurance is that if there is a new variant, if there is something that changes with it, we have the basic vaccine and hopefully they'll be able to adjust it
0: as needed as quickly
1: as possible in order for us to be protected.
0: Yes, so they are still learning about this, though. But at the moment, yeah, I mean, it's it's all looking pretty good. Um, but they just don't have enough data to be able to say yeah. that it's going to cover all the variants that might pop up um, here coming soon. Yeah, COVID's possibly. still a baby.
1: We don't know that much mm-hmm. about it yet.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they are still learning, like we just said, how well COVID-19 vaccines keep people from spreading the disease. So yeah. That's why they don't want you. I mean, because they just don't know. I mean, it could be a thing where it's just like, yeah, it's it's kind of OK for vaccinated people to be around people. But they don't know that yet. Right. They don't have enough data. They are getting more data every day as people become more vaccinated. Um, they're able to kind of like gather more data that way. So um, just something to keep in mind. Oh, and they're also still learning how long COVID-19 vaccines can protect people if you're going to end up needing boosters when um, those kinds of things. But I just wanted to highlight that right now because I know, um, especially in some parts of the country, there's a lot of indoor stuff opening back up. And that's in... Even in here! Some parts of the- yes, yes. Even here, which... Here, I'm especially like, but the CDC even says, you know, it is different from place to place, right? There are places where it's going to be more safe than in other places. Los Angeles, I still won't eat inside. It's
1: just too, there's too many (laughs) people. It's too much. Yes, you're spaced out, but you're still... In the, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why people would choose. Also, when it's like so beautiful outside, I'm like, why are you eating inside when now every restaurant has beautiful options for outdoor dining? Just do that. Yes.
0: Yeah. Aww. So just things to keep in mind. Um, stay safe as these vaccines are rolling out. I know how, you know, Madigan and I just said how much it can feel like, oh, we're so close to the finish line things are back to normal they're not totally back to normal yet right we can feel hopeful we can feel good um that we are headed in that direction but just continue to be aware and cautious um as we move through this and navigate through this
1: yep and as always i mean with with all of this i just think as long as you're always considering the other person and making sure that you know, don't just focus on keeping yourself safe. But for me, it's always been about making sure that I'm keeping everybody else safe. And that makes me feel a little bit better about it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, if there's anything that you would like for us to discuss next week on our What's in the News episode, you can send us any of your ideas to our email at neighborhoodfeminist@gmail.com, at And you can also direct message us on Instagram and follow us there at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. You can chat with the other listeners on our Facebook group page or leave us a review on the facebook business page if you haven't done so and we most appreciate it when you leave us a review on apple Podcasts. so if you haven't done so go head on over and give us a five star all right that's all we have for you today with all of that being said we encourage you to raise to on. on
0: bye